This is the Daily Ghost Podcast. listeners and welcome to the daily ghost as always i'm your host patrick michael and today as we always do we got another creepy tale for you we're not going to let you down we're going to keep bringing these creepy tales as often as possible and as you have probably noticed we started doing the 727 installment of uh the daily ghost where we just you know room 727 is just a deeper dive into what we're already doing so check those episodes out if you have not already and be sure to join us on patreon.com slash pod culture for all the exclusive content that I can uh, muster. All right. And uh, today we got a creepy tale. So let's do what we do best and let's turn the lights down and let's get strange with another Daily Ghost podcast right now. Today's creepypasta story comes from Son Fred, and I believe we've read from this person multiple times before, but it has been a while. And the story is simply called Water Please. It has 586 views. It's rated 4.18 by 17 users with five comments. Water Please by Son Fred. Being a housewife is boring and tiring work. Marianne can testify to that. She never thought she would end up living such a mundane life. When she was nine years old, Miss Andrews asked the class what they wanted to be when they grow up. She stood up proudly and asserted that she wants to be an astronaut. A few boys giggled and most of her friends were annoyed because they thought she was being overzealous for attention. Miss Andrews encouraged her to never give up on her dream. Marianne managed to hold on to this dream until her life took a turn for the worst in high school. She fell pregnant when she was 17 and she had to drop out from school. The father of her child disappeared. Since she had decided to keep the child, her father gave her one year to find a job and move out of his house. But she found something better. She found love. Her husband, Henry. He was her knight in shining armor. She met him when she was working part-time at a local restaurant, and she instantly fell in love. That was over 10 years ago, and now, in her early 30s, she has two children with Henry, and her dream of flying in outer space is a distant fantasy. Nowadays, her daily targets compromise of how fast she can clean the house and catch up on her TV shows before her youngest children come back from school. She's read all of Henry's novels at least two times. Quite often, she is tempted to complain that her life lacks adventure and excitement, like that of a woman in the novels. But she knows she's been fortunate. Her life may have been worse if she didn't marry Henry, 
cleaning up the house and doing laundry are now reflex duties for her. It's still a tiring task, but she does it with speed and precision. She even began taking care of the yard as part of adding variety to her life. She plants several vegetables in her little garden at the back of their suburban house. She also mows and waters the lawn to keep her whole house looking neat and presentable. Today she's watering the lawn and the flowers in the front yard. The weather has been moderately warm, so she's been watering the yard at least three times a week. It's still 11 o'clock in the morning, so the street is fairly abandoned. Most people are at work or window shopping in town. The local housewives are probably watching TV while the naughty ones are entertaining their secret lovers. It's all part of the neighborhood drama she often discusses with Julia, her best friend and neighbor. Excuse me, my dear, croons a soft voice from behind her. Marianne turns around with a startle. She notices an adorable old woman clad in a red dress which is embroiled with white stitching of rose petals. She has a well-made white chapeau covering her head from the sun. Her hair is as white as snow. It's neatly tucked into her headdress. Her round rimmed glasses are black in color and wide enough to play hula hoops with. She has a hunched back and wrinkled pale skin that attests to her advanced age. Marianne feels silly that she let the old woman frighten her. The old woman is barely five feet tall and she seems harmless. I'm so sorry I scared you, dear, the old woman replies. It's okay, I overreacted. I had something else on my mind, Marianne replies with a smile. I'm Miss Brickle. My son lives just down the road. I come to visit him. I thought I should go for a stroll in the neighborhood. I underestimated the heat. May I please have some water? Oh, let me go inside and get you a glass of ice-cold water. No need, dear. I'm old-fashioned. I can drink straight from the hose. Miss Burkle chuckles. Oh, of course! Marianne agrees as she restrains herself from laughing at the unusual request. She hands the old woman the hose pipe and watches her drink like a fish. It takes three minutes for her thirst to be quenched and she thanks Marianne for her generosity. The old woman begins mincing down the road. As soon as she leaves, Marianne's body starts feeling weak. It's as if she's being drained of energy. She starts feeling lightheaded and she eventually slumps to her knees. She feels like she has ran a marathon. Every muscle in her body starts complaining of fatigue. She soon feels her body go through years and years of life as wrinkles begin to appear on her hands. Every breath seems like her last as she starts struggling to inhale and exhale. Her eyesight is blurring in and out. She looks down the street for help. She can still see the old woman ambling away. Marianne yells out to her, but when the hag turns around, she swiftly changes in appearance. A younger woman now stands where the old woman was standing. She's wearing what the old woman was wearing. The red dress that was like a gown covering the old woman's petite body is now a miniskirt on a slender six foot tall woman. Her chapeau is dropped to the ground, leaving her head framed with long crimped blonde hair. 
The wrinkles that were strewn all over her body had dissipated. She's now wrapped in smooth and flawless skin that's making her glow in the sunlight. The round-rimmed glasses she was wearing before that could zoom in on Mars are nowhere to be seen. The woman's amber-green eyes are focused on Marianne with intrigue, but she's taking no action to help her. The dripping hosepipe has formed a circle puddle on the lawn. Marianne looks down at the puddle of water and she is instantly appalled. She can barely recognize her own reflection. She looks old. She looks like a hundred-year-old corpse, which is still holding on to its skin. Her previously stout body is now tantamount to that of a starving zombie. Her shoulder-length blonde hair has turned misty white and slowly molting off her head. Her tanned skin has become white as a bone. Her blue eyes are now gray and lifeless. Every form of movement she tries to take is labored. She drops down and lies supine on the lawn. She slowly veers her head to the woman who has transformed herself like a butterfly. The blonde-haired woman is still staring at Marianne with heightened interest. She's barely blinked since she changed her appearance. She is standing still as a statue and showing no intent of helping Marianne. And that's when it begins to make sense. The woman's feeding off of her. Somehow, she's leeching off Marianne's life, and it's making the woman look younger. But why? She helped the woman when she wanted water. The water? The water she offered the woman must have something to do with this. As her mind scrambles to make sense of the situation, Marianne feels her eyelids become heavy. Her eyesight becomes trapped in a constant blur. But she knows if she falls asleep, she's not going to wake up. When Marianne averts her hazy eyes to her limp body, she realizes her hands are gradually disintegrating into dust. She knows she would soon be extinguished from existence. She eventually gives into the idea of shutting her eyes. And then, there's darkness. This has been a Daily Ghost Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you've enjoyed every episode. And if you want to continue to hear more, don't forget to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at Daily Ghost Pod. That's Daily Ghost P-O-D. And you can also support the show by simply visiting patreon.com slash podculture. That's patreon.com slash P-O-D-C-U-L-T-U-R-E. Help this thing grow. Help it become as creepy as we'd want. Thanks again for listening to the Daily Ghost Podcast. Until next time, my pretties.